Odd Trails contains adult language and content. If you have a story to share, send it to stories at oddtrails.com. Enjoy the show. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Welcome to the Odd Trails Holiday Special Check-In, whatever we're going to call it. I don't think we came up with a name yet, did we? Not quite, not quite. But either way, it is a very special episode. That's right. We're recording it on Christmas morning. We didn't do any stories this week, uh, and it's actually a very good thing that we didn't. I wouldn't have been able to. Elephant in the room, you could probably hear it in my voice. I had COVID this week, and uh, I would not have been able to record any stories. I was completely out for the majority of the week. I didn't even know what was going on. I was pretty delirious. But in any case, uh, we didn't do any stories for you this week. We just wanted to have a holiday check-in and just chat about Christmas, chat about the year, any, anything uh, that, that comes to mind. We know you guys have been asking for something like this for a while. Yeah, this is going to be fun. But before that, I've, I've got to ask, how was it? Are you still feeling like death? No. So I, I tested positive on Monday and because I had this sore throat and immediately things got really bad. I thought that it was just going to be like a, a regular flu or cold because that first day was just sore throat and stuff. And then I wake up in the middle of the night, I have a fever and I, I'm like, thrashing around in bed because I can't keep still. I feel like there's like these little worms crawling around inside of me. You know, I'm throwing up. Uh, It's a nightmare. I've had fever dreams the whole nine yards. And then the next day, the aches and the the fatigue kicked in. And, you know, it, it was like that for most of the week. It wasn't until actually today that I started feeling a little bit better. I pretty much just have some congestion and, uh, the the most annoying thing about it because I'm feeling better is we went and got McDonald's first meal I could I actually felt hungry for I was like I feel better let's go get McDonald's we go and get McDonald's and uh can't taste anything ooh yeah lost my taste and smell on the day that I start feeling better and uh thank you by, by the way thank you McDonald's for being open for the holidays and a thank you to the Chinese restaurant I went to yesterday Fantastic. And all the Starbucks workers that volunteered to work on Christmas, because I know, I think that's up to you guys if you guys want to work on Christmas. I know a lot of you do for the extra pay and because you just want to do something on the holiday. Uh, that's super cool of you guys. Um, I, my wife's actually working at uh, Starbucks right now. <laughs> I like to tip pretty decently on Christmas Eve. That's like my little holiday cheer. I go out, get takeout or something and just tip big and have a little holiday smile on my face, I guess. No, that's nice to do. We got caught in a storm. It was Thanksgiving, but uh, the night, the day of Thanksgiving, we were driving down south. We got caught in a storm. We had to take a detour. We got, you know, stuck in the snow. And then we ended up staying at this little hotel in the mountains in this tiny town we've never heard of. We had to go to Walmart to get a toothbrush, but they were doing Black Friday stuff. So the line was wrapped around the store. It was just like a total nightmare. And then we go and eat at this diner Mm -hmm. and we left them like a hundred dollar tip because we were just like, this is, this is the worst thing ever. You you have to live in this town. You got to work at this diner on on Thanksgiving day. Take all my money. Just take it. I used to work at a movie theater and we had to be open on Christmas and it was like a lottery. Whoa. If your name got drawn, you had to work it. There was no way Gross. around it. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had to work my share of uh, holidays. That's horrible. It was horrible. And it sucks because a lot of people go to the movies on Christmas. <laughs> like it's a big thing to go to the movies. I never understood no. that. Like I have, I had some family members that would visit for Christmas and they would always say, hey, do you guys want to go to the movies? Or they would actually go to the movies. And I'd be like, nope, I'm done. Mm-hmm. They're like, why? Because like, 
these people are probably not choosing to work today. Yeah. You know, I don't want to make it any harder on them by showing up and asking for buttered popcorn. Yeah. I'm with you there. So in lieu of it being Christmas and Hanukkah, I thought it'd be a good time for us to address our personal feelings on holidays in general, because I know we kind of feel the same way about birthdays. We don't, I don't think we've ever wished each other a happy birthday in like the 10 plus years we've known each other. Do you know when my birthday I re- is? <laughs> I remember only my wife's birthday. That's too funny. I don't even remember my parents' birthdays. I have to ask one about the other in private to make sure that I mm-hmm. have it right. I know like roughly the month, but I just don't memorize birthdays because I don't care about them. And it's probably because I don't care about my birthday. Right. Kind of like you, you don't care about yours either, yeah, right? Yeah. Like It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one little uh, quick tip you could do is just add people's birthdays in your phone, like underneath their contacts, if you chose to remember your parents, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least my parents. Um, I know my mom's as close to Halloween. That's the only thing I know. Wow. But if is this, are you just trying to tell me that you, you're hurt that I forgot your birthday? <laughs> are you asking me to put your birthday in my phone? Kind of, a little bit. I mean, is that like a very Aries thing of me to request of you? (laughs) You do do that sometimes. You do casually bring something up, almost like a a girlfriend does, where... Remember that you, one It's kind of like you see, you say you don't want something, but you actually do type of thing. Oh, that's funny. You know what I, I mean? Get... Like you're kind of, you're alluding to it. You, you allude to stuff. That's what it is. You're right. I probably do. It's kind of like dipping your toes in the water and splashing a little bit, but not fully committing to diving in socially, I guess. I don't know. It's either that or I'm reading too much into things, which I often do as a Capricorn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> That's so funny because I'm. I think not to derail this and jump right into astrology because we both kind of refer to our signs, but it's crazy. I've been reading my horoscope here and there, and it's kind of strangely on the nose. But I'm still not mine's fully convinced. Always, mine's always on the nose, uh, and it's almost like it makes you mad. Like, damn, I don't want to believe in this, but why is this so accurate? <sighs> I try to tell myself that it's just because there are universal messages. We're all going through all kinds of things. Yeah. And when you hear, like, if you read another uh, signs, astrology, or a horoscope, rather, mm-hmm. it, you can make that relate to yourself in some way. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I've tried to do, like, a blind horoscope reading, and I pick yeah. Aries pretty consistently. And as somebody who's pretty skeptical about it, it it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird yeah. stuff. My friend that helped me with the... Uh, tarot reading it always always nails it everything that mm-hmm. she posts yeah same with uh, tarot that has to do with capricorn it all it's always on point so who knows i don't know yeah tarot's another one I where know. i don't know what it is but i kind of don't <laughs> want it to be i want it to be like super <laughs> bullshit and just like oh pff, come yeah. on just write it off but it kind of makes me mad that i can't but whatever it's yeah. cool that's cool but speaking of other holidays. Yeah. Birthdays. I think we're on the same page. Not a big deal. Unless I'm, I'm right about you alluding to the birthday. No, thing. I'll go no, ahead and put your no, birthday in my no. phone. I'll make sure I, I'll make sure I show up on your doorstep with a present. Thank you. Thank you. Bring the Benadryl and all that. Fucking cat. I know. I know. But as for other holidays, I actually, as I get older, I don't like holidays at all because they interrupt life. I really, I'm a creature of habit. I really like my routine. I like my work. I I like my schedule. And I don't like when things are closed. I don't like when, like, I just, 
I like normalcy. And as I'm getting older, holidays are nothing but a nuisance, which is sad. It's so sad. I love Christmas and the whole idea of it, the nostalgia, all that really good memories. I like Christmas music a lot. Oh, yes. I absolutely love Christmas music. So good. So good. We don't work in retail where we have to hear it all day, though. My wife hates it. (laughs) My whole thing is just all the social conventions. They stress me out. I just freeze up. Yeah. And the holiday creeps up on me. Then I get cards from people and I feel weird. Like, do I call them? Do I say thank you? Do I send something back? I don't know what to do. I just kind of want to curl up and just let it pass by me. And it's it's sad. Like, I don't want it to be that way, but I don't I don't take that it very well. so on point, man, because we, we've been getting Christmas cards from people our age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I used to get them from aunts and uncles and older people, but now I'm getting from people my age because we're getting older and they have like families and they're taking pictures with their kids and stuff, which is beautiful. I love it. But then I look at it and my stupid brain goes, should I be doing this? Should I be doing yeah, Christmas cards? I've never done Are they flexing on me? Like, <laughs> I know they're not. I know it's in, in good faith, but my stupid brain goes there and it says like, I, I'm not doing the holidays right. But then I realize like, I just, that's just not me. I'm just, I just, I like, like you said, the nostalgia of Christmas. I love the music, the decorations. Yeah. Our whole house is decorated. We're going to watch Christmas Grandma's movies. house in the 90s, uh, that whole thing. Yeah, I love all of that about Christmas. I just hate the, the, I hate the necessity, not the necessity, what's the right word? I hate the restrictions put on us. Like we're tied down to having to meet with family on this day. Oh, yeah, we have to eat yeah. this type of food. You know, everybody's got to be there it's at this one place. We all have to agree on where we go. Yeah. It's, there's all these requirements. Too many social like, conventions too. And it kind of sucks the fun out of it. It becomes like a mandatory thing. And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The logistics of getting people together. And mm-hmm. even, even Halloween, like I'm kind of, Hey, a, now a little, like I'm I'm kind of not over Halloween. I'm just, I just don't like people making such a big deal about a day I see, is what yeah. it is because then it throws the day off. It makes the day not a regular day. And I want every day to be a regular day. It's kind of like hearing somebody laugh too hard at a really bad joke on a sitcom. You just kind of lose a little respect for them. It's kind of like that. That's a good one. And I'm a sitcom lover. I like Curb. <laughs> <laughs> I, me too. I actually love sitcoms. Uh, I just hate the majority of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, one holiday that I absolutely hate is Thanksgiving. Really? I don't understand it. It's all of the shit that you deal with with Christmas where you have to get together with family and you have to eat all the same food and everybody's got to be at the same place, but you don't get the presents or all the cool decorations. It's Christmas without presents. That's weird. Yeah. Because history aside and all that. I prefer Thanksgiving in some ways because it takes all the stress out of the expectations being placed on your lap as far as gift giving and all of that, sending cards. You just show up, have a meal, and hopefully have good conversation with some family and dip out and you're done. You don't have to worry about it when it leads up. When it's done, it's done. I like it. Simple and to the point. It's really festive and I like the fall. I don't know. I just like it. Okay. Here's one for you. New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Gross. No. Thank you. Gross. The most useless, pointless holiday ever. No, no. That, that, that's like monster pajamas, monster energy drink <laughs> holiday. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. So what do you think about Easter? Easter's cute, I guess. I have good memories as a kid. Yeah. It is. I like Easter. I like Easter. Easter's it's not bad. It's cute. 
I, I like the Easter eggs. Um, love the colors. Love the colors. One of my favorite color colors. palettes. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in if you believe in Jesus, then you've got that whole thing. Like yeah. it's a it's a good holiday. I like it. It's cute. Uh, um, Christmas though. Let's talk Christmas. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite Christmas present growing up? Nintendo sixty four. I have a picture of me with it somewhere. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post that on Instagram when I find it. Okay. You know it's funny. I video games were always my favorite thing to get for Christmas. Oh, and it yeah. was usually that. It was either a system mm-hmm. or video games for my system or something like that. Because that's just what we grew up doing. There's nothing better than opening up a video game. Yeah, I say it, it was our generation, but <laughs> video games are bigger now. Yeah, than yeah I know. <laughs> what am I saying? But yeah, I always looked forward to that. And the weird thing is my favorite one was my Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, but the, the weird thing is I didn't get that until maybe when the Nintendo 64 was already out. Whoa. Like this was years later. It was super cheap. Um, I just asked my parents for it because uh, I had, I think, I think I even had like a Sega Saturn at the time. And I had like the Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn. I had my Game Boy Advance. And I was like, honestly, I never had a Nintendo 64 growing up. I always played it at my friends or cousins' mm-hmm. houses. So I was like, you know what? I actually want a Nintendo 60, or I actually want a Super Nintendo. And they're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Easier for us. That thing's cheap. So they actually did get me nice. one. Uh, with a bunch of games. My favorite being uh, Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday. And that, for some reason, was my favorite Christmas because I was maybe like, I want to say 14. Oh, that's a good age. Yeah. Something like that. And it was like the last one where I was like, I knew that like, this is rad. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the last one where there was like a knowing where this is the last Christmas where I'm going to feel like a kid. Yeah. Like I, I, I for somehow I knew that I should, I needed to ham it up and I needed to really enjoy mm-hmm. it because next year I was going to be like 15 right. and I just kind of knew that I wasn't going to care. And I didn't, that, you know, you get a little older and like, Oh, whatever, cool open presents. It just whatever. gets more awkward the older you get. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I remember making that one a really special Christmas because something in me knew that I was going to be too cool for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next year. But yeah, the, the Super Nintendo was my favorite present. I actually remember walking in on my mom wrapping one of my presents when I was really young, like like six years old. And she was wrapping, it was like a Power Rangers sword or something. Oh, and was it the Green Rangers dagger? The whistle dagger thing? I, it probably was. Yeah. yeah, it probably was. It's hard to remember. Uh, I just vaguely remember walking in on her opening it and her looking at me with like absolute anger and disappointment Ooh. because she told me not to walk in there. But I didn't know she was wrapping presents. I think she, I thought she just wanted me to leave her alone for a while or something. <laughs> but I, being a nosy kid, I had to know what was going yeah. on. And I remember walking out and feeling so sad that I saw what I had for Christmas and I disappointed my mom. Damn. And I still acted surprised when I opened it for Christmas and I remember looking at my mom and her like giving me like a happy smile, like an acknowledging <laughs> smile, like thanks for at least pretending. A knowing <laughs> nod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that that was my favorite. My favorite was the uh, Super Nintendo for sure. Nice. Nice. I always liked going to my friend's house like on Christmas afternoon because after the morning, there's nothing else going on. So what else do you do but hang out with your best friend? So I would just get a ride to his house and we would skateboard and bmx through that little ditch that runs along the freeway there it was fun fun oh boy the adventures in the ditch you remember those remember that black widow that we stood like right by our neck with that concrete 
like drainage area was almost walked right into it. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. I was taking a picture of you and you were backing <sighs> into the tunnel and I was like, and I was like, come here, uh-huh. step away from it. Come here, come here, come here. And you're like, what? And I was like, those are black widow webs. You turn around, so giant bad. black webs. Dude, I, it's, oh, it's coming back. <laughs> Your head me. was right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and normally they're not that high up. Yeah. Black widows, I always, I always see them down on the ground area, but th- these ones were up behind there. a log or something. They were right up there at your Remember head. when we climbed to the roof of that abandoned hotel that same day, all around those restaurants and those buildings? downtown well i remember when you did and i got halfway up and scared and climbed back down because i'm terrified of heights oh i thought you went up there with me no i remember you going up there and it might have been either your brother or somebody else it was just it was just us was it just us okay yeah it was just us but no you got up there i did not i was far too scared we need to do a redemption we got to go back (laughs) (laughs) i'm older and more scared of everything Maybe, maybe. We'll see. You're ferocious, though. You got some tiger spirit in you. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was probably about seven. Yeah, I was probably seven or eight. We ended up moving in with some friends because we lost our house. And the f- one of the kids that lived with this family that we moved in with, he was my quote unquote friend, but he was a couple years older than me. And he was actually a bully. I just didn't really understand that he was a bully. Mm hmm. Um, a frenemy of sorts. Yeah, he would steal my pogs. Ooh, I got a story. He would always cheat at games, and uh, he. I remember one Christmas he told me that Santa Claus changed, and I said, "What?" And he said, "Yeah, Santa Claus has changed his name to the Claus." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "The Claus," and he hold, held his hands up like claws, and he said, "He's not good anymore." <laughs> He takes little children with his claws at night. And how old were you? I was like seven. Yeah, I think I was like seven. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. Because we didn't move. We moved into the other house when I was eight. So yeah, I had to be six or seven. And yeah, he really scared me of Santa Claus. He was such a bully. But uh, you said you have a pog story? No, not not quite. Not quite. You're talking about frenemy bully types. This is a good justice served story. So I had a friend, I'm just going to say his name, fuck him. His name was Leslie. We grew up in the same block, just a single block of middle class houses built in the 90s. He lived around the corner. We were kind of buddies, I guess, rode bikes with the same group of people. And one day, my Game Boy goes missing. I search high and low, think of two people that were in my room. And there was one who I knew for sure would never take it. The other one, hmm, probably Leslie. He denies it, of course, and there's no proof. But the thing is, his house is up for sale. So there's real estate openings. My dad and I go down there during an open house when they weren't there, go into his bedroom. Oh, you found we it? We stole it back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, oh, it's man. not over. It's not over. The next day, <laughs> Leslie's like walking down the street, coming up to the sidewalk to the group of friends. My dad sees him. He walks out, approaches the group, and asks Leslie in front of all of us, did you steal Brandon's Game Boy? And he goes, no. Then he goes, why was this in your room? And pulls it out of his pocket. And the kid just shot bricks. And he says, you go home and you bring back everything you ever stole from my son. And he comes back with his dad and his dad's all huffing and puffing. And he goes, I'm going to sue you for breaking and entering. And my dad goes, really? What'd I break? And he's, he's all tongue-tied and storms <laughs> off. Yeah, it was great. 
That's that's a good story. Yeah, he stole like three other games. I didn't know that he took. So did how would you know that it was your game? Did he just not have a Game Boy? It was the it was it was like the Arctic Frost or something. The Game Boy Pocket. Okay, because I was thinking of just like a regular old DMG Game Boy that it's no, gray. No. Like how would you know it was yeah. yours? But if it was a colored yeah, Game he Boy, didn't have then, one yeah, his dad knew he didn't have one and okay. didn't deny it. Couldn't deny it. It was great, man. Was it color Game Boy or was it uh, no? Just the Pocket. Just yeah. a pocket. Okay. I, you know, I didn't, I never owned a pocket until recently. I just got mm-hmm. one at a con. Um, I really like it. The The size is nice and the screen is nice. Yeah, it's good for just um, some casual Tetris playing. But honestly, the Game Boy Color was the one that I played the most mm-hmm. of all the Game Boys. Yeah, that was a good I one. I really liked that one. I had a lot of good games. Yeah, so uh, let me see. Uh, oh, okay. I have another, another uh, Christmas question for you. Hit me with it. We talked about Home Alone plenty. I mean, assume that's your favorite Christmas movie, but what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oof. Home Alone 2, of course, and then... Wow, so you really like two more than one. I would say so. I like just the setting of New York City. I have a thing. I really like yeah. Oh, yeah. movies in New York City, period. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Uh, kids, Taxi Driver. I mean, you can go on forever. You can go on forever, um, baby. But recently... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, recently I've been watching American Psycho more, just kind of like trying to analyze it a bit and just really watch it like with a looking eye, I guess, like as a critic, I guess I hate using that term as a critic, but you know what I mean? No, just more no, critically, okay. We're yeah, all just critics. watching it yeah. more critically and trying to understand it from the director's yeah. artistic perspective and the messages and whatnot. And that one's crawling up there. Cause I mean, there is that. Christmas party. I think I, I I have to correct my line. It's not, I could go on forever, baby. He just says, I could go on forever. Do you remember that in Home Alone 2? Yeah. Yeah. When he, when they're, they're out in the hallway and he's playing the videotape of uh, Angels of Dirty Wings. Right, right. I'm trying to piece and the exact like, sentence together, but I for sure remember he's that. He's like, he's basically naming guys that yes, uh, yes. she's been, she's been smooching on everybody. Yeah. Tony Bob, Cliff, or whatever. Cliff. Or Mo with the gimpy yes, leg Cliff. or something. <laughs> I could go on forever. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, you're right. Home Alone 2 is great, but I just have this special connection with Home Alone 1 because when it came out, we were living with that family Mm -hmm. and we rented it and it was just like something that we all watched together over and over again. And uh, I I just got like an attachment to it. You know, all the classics like Buzz, Your Girlfriend, Woof. Yeah. Just so many good good lines. In terms of that, yeah, the edge goes to Home Alone 1. It's got a really good, like, down-to-earth 90s yeah. uh, feel to it. Whereas Lost in New York is just wild. It's like it a is. cartoon, basically. Yeah. yeah, but I love them both. Um, so, yeah, so Home Alone 2 is your favorite. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. That's good. I like that. I also watched a lot of uh, Prince and the Popper around this time of year. Oh, I love Prince and the Popper. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. Actually, speaking of, my favorite Christmas movie actually doesn't come from my childhood, it was something that came out when I was probably a teenager, maybe, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But it was a Disney movie. It was Disney Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Oh, yeah. I was about to mention that, too. Yeah, I was trying to remember the name of that. Yeah. Once Upon a Christmas is so good. So good. Yeah, it's three shorts. It's one with uh, Donald and the nephews. Then there's one with uh, Goofy and Max. Mm-hmm. And it's the last one with Mickey and Minnie. And they're really good stories. They're like classic Christmas tales. And that it, it was cool because Disney doesn't do that anymore where they did high quality. It's like little quick one-offs. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they were like high quality mm-hmm. 2D animation films, but they just don't do that right. anymore. 
like hand-drawn animation. Yeah, it was like in, in the end of that era. And uh, it's kind of like a little special movie that I like to watch on the holiday side. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing better than that old school Disney Christmas aesthetic. They do it so well. I agree. That, like, that's like the yeah. definition of Christmas for me. Like my whole childhood is defined by basically what Disney told me it was. That was my Christmas ornaments, <laughs> my pajamas, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going all the way back to Mickey's Christmas Carol. It's a really great adaptation. Loved it. Also loved the Muppet Christmas yeah, Carol. That was a yeah. good one too. Not a big Muppets fan anymore, but I, I really used to like them when I was a kid. I liked Muppet Babies a lot. Oh, dude, Muppet Babies Yeah, was great. I remember the video yeah. game one? It, There's a video game episode. Yeah. That was so cool. They And they always went, like, went inside video games or movies. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were, like, at all, even as a little kid, I understood a lot of their references to movies because we, they would reference movies like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones and stuff that everybody had in their house on VHS already. Mm-hmm. So it was so cool to... That was like my first show of somebody referencing something and parodying something. Yeah. You know, as a little kid. And I was like, this is so cool. I love this. It was a new thing for yeah. me. For a Nick Jr. show, too. They were pretty on point. Was it Nick Jr.? That's what I watched it I on. I think it was, I think it replayed on Nick Jr. Probably. Or just, I, mean, I watched it like in the 90s. Yeah. I just looked it up. We're both pretty far off. It was actually a, a CBS Saturday morning cartoon from, I think it started, yeah, 1984. No way. I could have sworn I watched that in conjunction with like Eureka's Castle and Blue's Clues. You probably did because it it probably just got replayed, you know? Like on, on Nickelodeon. On Nick, Nick Jr. Jr. Okay, yeah. so I'm not imagining that. Yeah. No, no, you're definitely not imagining that because I'm pretty sure I watched it on Nick Jr. too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I remember like, yeah, Eureka's Castle, Bear in the Big Blue something. House. Something bearing the big house or something. Yeah. La Casa um, Grande. <laughs> I remember Face. <laughs> I like Face a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good shit, man. Hell yeah. We're just two giant babies. That's I know. I, I think we both might have Peter Pan syndrome. Do you know about that? Yeah, we do have it. I think so too. Yeah. It is what it is though. Like I'm, I'm just chilling. I told myself like, I'm just going to be this way until I die. Like I haven't changed oh, yeah. since I was 24. Like, I've <laughs> become more mature, but like as far as who I am and what I'm into, my personality and my moral compass and all of that, that's been solid since like 24, 25 and feel pretty good about it. I'm cruising yeah, through. Too. I'm happy. So speaking of Home Alone 2, going back to that, I always thought it was really weird that that family went on vacations for Christmas. Yeah, that sounds so stressful. I've never gone on a... I don't know anybody personally that goes on Christmas vacations. I get going out of town to go visit family somewhere. Mm -hmm. But going with your family on a vacation to like a resort or something like that, that's weird, right? Staying somewhere that's not your house or somebody you're close with, like renting a room somewhere just to go. I'm sure there are plenty of people listening that have done this. I know, we're going to piss off a lot of people that are up in their ski resorts right now. We're not trying to anger anybody. We're just jealous. We can't afford it. We're just jealous. We're hating on you. (laughs) (laughs) This is our insecurity starting through. (laughs) Insecurity because I could like... I'm not cool enough to actually do that. Like my family would never do that. They would be like, why would you go on vacation for Christmas? That's not what Christmas is about. And I think we're also naturally just kind of hermits that don't like leaving our houses if we don't have to. Um, it's true. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I had to push back Christmas. I told my parents, you can't come over till I test negative. Um, and who knows when that's going to be, even though I'm getting better. Like I still, I don't want to get my parents sick. Mm-hmm. So, 
uh, I had to push back Christmas. And while I'm upset about that, I'm so relieved too, because now the pressure of having to do it on Christmas, like I was saying, having to mm-hmm. everything go by the See books. the extended relatives and all that. Now it could just, yeah, exactly. Now it could just be, hey, um, you all want to come over for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, just have dinner and chat, Christmas present. It's yeah. our Christmas decorations are up and that's that. Bring like a rotisserie chicken from Costco or something and call it a day. Yeah, seriously, we could go out to dinner. Yeah. We don't even have to cook. Get some like sparkling <laughs> grape showed us like what is that shit the sparkling champagne grape juice or whatever oh i love yeah, that stuff yeah. i don't know what it's called it's so i always good. get it at uh all the christian weddings that i went to as a kid yeah because <laughs> nobody could drink yeah man this not having a taste or smell really makes me not care about eating or drinking anything have you thought about using this opportunity just to eat extremely healthy like foods you normally wouldn't eat or just would have to season a lot or put a lot of sauces on and just see what that does i said that i would Mm -hmm. we'll see um i said i always said that if i lost my taste and smell from covid i'm just going to eat nothing but vegetables and salmon (laughs) fruits and healthy stuff but we're just going to have to eat what's in the house because i can't really go out anywhere um but yeah i'm going to try and just eat vegetables and things like that to see Maybe my body will start feeling better than a piece of crap like it always feels. Lots of leafy greens, my friend. That is what I prescribe to you. Okay, leafy greens. You got it. Yes, Dad. You're welcome. I mean, you didn't say thank you, so can you please do that real quick? Thanks, Dad. See, that wasn't that was direct. That wasn't kind of cutting around the bush and peeking my my nose over. That was straight up. I need I need you. <laughs> I to, like that. I need you to say I thank you. I need that from you. <laughs> I need that from you. <laughs> It's not in, I'm not an assertive person. I'm very, uh, I know just go with the flow. And I wish you were because it's not in I me. Feel, I, I wish I, I could feel too. like you're bottling it in and it's going to come out in some and way has. or another. Remember the incident? I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> we, that's we why could, I no, said, let's not talk I, it about could. it, but it was funny. It was a funny incident. Yeah. Shout out drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you got to speak up, man. You just got to like, you know me. I'm, I'm, uh, I say my, I speak I know. my mind. You know what's funny? To a fault. You know what's funny? I don't think I've ever acknowledged this out loud, but we have a, a Raphael and Michelangelo dynamic. <laughs> Do we? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. I said that to Amanda and she laughed and agreed that it's the same for them too. It's not a bad thing at all. It's not a bad thing at all. I like, think that is. Yeah. I think that I'm Cassidy and you're Amanda. And, or like Lars and whoever from Metallica. You got, you got to have the Lars in the group to like keep things together. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a Raph. You're right. Damn. I love when he cusses yeah. in the movie. It's so fucking cool. Yep. Ninja kick the damn rabbit. Even though Donnie's my favorite. It's whatever. Is he? Yeah. I, I, I like, why, why Donnie? I like the... The bow staff, the idea of kicking uh-huh. ass with a nice ranged weapon is just so badass to me. Purple being my favorite color. He likes gadgets and shit. He's kind of nerdy. He just kind of resonates with me. I've always liked the bow staff as a kid um, doing like karate shit and being a little ninja. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like the bow staff and purple and his essence. He, uh, he is the best character in the original NES turtles game because his bow staff is so long you can like kill enemies from underneath them you can kill rock steady by just hanging out on top of the the boxes and down attacking um i always liked michelangelo the most just because he was the funny one right right Um, but uh, as i get older i think i like raf more hell yeah you're right i like that for you it resonates with with you that's good that's (laughs) self-affirming i'm glad we went through this together 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife, actually, okay, so I called the nurse hotline earlier today because I have this like cramp in my calf. And only because I had COVID, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a blood clot. This is it for me. I was panicking, you know, mm-hmm. having a regular anxiety attack. So I called the nurse line to, you know, tell them what's going on because I didn't want to clog up the ER by going in because I had a cramp mm-hmm. in my calf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, it would probably be like a 10-hour wait right now. Everybody is sick. They called me back hours later because they said, we'll call you back in an hour or two. Hours, hours later, when they called me back, it just put me on hold again and told me that there are a lot of people in line in front of me. So I just hung up. But uh, I told my wife about this and she's like, yeah, you do not want to go into ER. Um, you don't want to call an ambulance. You don't want to do anything unless you absolutely have to. So a paramedic came into my wife's store while she was working and they were talking about COVID and how she had COVID. And he thanked her for not calling paramedics or 911 because people are calling for everything now. The paramedic said that somebody called 911 to have emergency come to their house because they were congested. What is They had a stuffy nose. Wow, my dad was a paramedic. He said somebody called because they said their finger hurt. Wow, yeah, that's basically the shit that they're getting right what now. What the hell is up with people? I think that's a, that's a true disorder actually. Probably. It's probably like a like a severe health anxiety. Yeah. They probably call 911 all the time. Yeah. But Damn, yeah. He was like, thank you so much for not calling us if you didn't need to. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to wait to see if this cramp goes away in my calf before I call 911. Oh, wow. That's rough. I couldn't do any sort of first responder work. Uh, that's that's hard work. Hard work. Hats off to you. Some of the hardest workers. Yeah. Yeah. So later tonight after dinner, do you want to watch some Christmas movies over Discord? Yeah, we should watch Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Perfect. And, Mighty Ducks. Uh, Homo- Mighty just Ducks because. is a Christmas movie. You're right. Is it is a Christmas it? movie no. or is it just cold? No, it's just cold. I think it's just no, cold. No, 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 no. I, I was just doing a bit. I was being random. <laughs> okay. I was okay. being so random and funny. Oh my God, <laughs> you were being so random. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, I like winter movies. If if it takes place in winter, to me, it's a Christmas yeah, movie. Might if it takes place well. in, a, in, in a state that's always cold, it's a, it's a Christmas movie. If it's movie. a feel-good 90s movie, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we hope you guys really enjoy your holidays, your Christmas, your Hanukkah, your New Year's. Actually, will we see them before New Year's? When does the next episode drop? Oh, let's find out. I got my handy-dandy calendar. Oh, it's going to be Monday. The second at midnight Pacific time. Yeah. So it's actually going to be right after New Year's Day uh, when you all are going back to work and uh, wishing that you weren't. You'll have us. You'll have odd trails with some stories and uh, a, a, a great way to bring in the new year. Is it bring in the new year or ring in the new year? Let's just say bring. That makes more sense to me. That's not, it's probably ring, but let's go with it. That's too metaphorical. Let's be more on the nose here. Yeah, let's bring in the new year. It's been a good year, too. Thank you all. You've seen a lot of growth, and it's been overwhelming. I, I can't say thank you enough, so let's just leave it at that. <laughs> really, <laughs> though, you're going to say thank you again. <laughs> well, I just did. There we go. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody, for the... Best year in podcasting. Yeah, hit some crazy charts on there. We're like number eight on true crime on Spotify right now. I think the morbid appearance helped us a lot. 
So if you're from Morbid, welcome. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. If, you, if you're coming to uh, coming to us from Morbid, welcome. We're sorry that uh, you're joining us with our first episode yeah, just very being... unconventional. Bullshit, but <laughs> I promise we've got spooky stories. Yeah. Thanks to the Morbid gals for having me on. That was a blast. Anyways, uh, y'all have uh, great holidays, and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Odd Trails. Stay safe. Peace out.